Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk now with my guy, Joe Ostrowski. You could find him on BetQL Daily, Monday through Friday. Joe, so good to hear from you tonight. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm sweating this uh, Rochester, Iowa Cubs. First three, under three. I can't wait to lose this one during this conversation. Yeah, I was on the Brewers tonight, um, and I didn't even see what happened. I just literally looked up, and it's and it's 3 nothing Braves just like that. So not a great day, not a great night. Uh, your thoughts on the Major League Baseball tra- trade deadline. Let's start with the Chicago Cubs. Um, yeah. Did you see that coming? I figured Javi was probably going to stay, and maybe they were going to look to extend Javi. It was a complete fire sale, and I wasn't even expecting that. Are you going to be a baby about this all night, all year? <laughs> um, That's pro- exactly what's going to happen. Probably until it's October. Just, it's so much. It's too much. Do you know how many independent conversations I've had this week? It's just kind of happened during BetQL Daily uh, when people have said, you know, I want to mute Horvat, but he's a coworker, so I'm not sure if I should. So I'll let it slide through the Bucks title run, and and now I think I think you're getting muted all over the place, my man. Today after after this outburst, I mean, my goodness, dude, you've got to grow up. This is ridiculous. I've got a notification. Crazy. I got a notification when he tweeted today in Twitter before showing me his tweet. Asked Quentin, "Are you sure you want to see this?" I actually, Bro. I actually am all for every member of Odyssey muting me, and I will do the same to all of you in return. <laughs> Starting, starting with the daily tip and working all the way up. That is completely fine with me. They stole Chris Bryant from me, Joe. No, no, they didn't. Okay, okay. Like, there Get him, Joe. Of, there are a lot of conversations to be had about what happened with the Cubs today. There's this week, the last two days leading up to the trade deadline, and then there's the last few years. What you're mad about, like, you don't know where to focus your anger for the Cubs. You're right. What you're mad about is what happened the last couple of years. You're not mad about today. You're not mad about yesterday. Because if you've been paying attention at all, you've seen that they never made a choice. They, they never took a stand between Baez and Bryant. They, what happened before the year started? They gave away you, Darvish. For literally nothing, mm-hmm. they were leading the NL Central. They gave up the big lead to the Brewers. They're double-digit back in games for the division. What are they, nine and a half, ten for the Wild Cup? What are you supposed to do? You have all these expiring <laughs> contracts. Are you supposed to stand pat and do nothing and hang on to these people who are going to walk away in free agency in a couple of months? That would be idiotic. That would be a fireable offense for Jed Hoyer. Get him, so Joe! What you're really mad is what Theo did, and then he walks away because he didn't want to deal with these two days yep. um, at the beginning of the year. He's like, I'm out. I don't want to deal with this backlash. It's his fault that they're in this spot. No, I know you're right. They never developed any pitching, and then they traded away all their prospects for pitching. Like, the Jose Quintana deal will always will always haunt me. Let's move on to something that people actually care <laughs> about and why people actually listen to the show. So, Chris Bryant, I actually played yeah. the Giants a couple weeks back, uh, plus 350 just because they had a three-game division lead. And, I mean, obviously, you know, the Dodgers right now are minus 200 favorites. And they add Max Scherzer. They also add Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. They're stacked, man. But I'm still looking at the Giants who add Chris Bryant today, and they're plus 240. Do you see any value with that or even the Padres 6-1 to one right now in the West? A ton of value. If you look today on the Fangraphs projections, they have the Dodgers a 69% chance of winning the division. Like, Really? 
they're still back three. It's like every time we look. You said you looked last week and it was three. Yeah. It's three tonight. They're still back three. I'm like, and they're still plus money. And that's just plus money in that 240, 250 range. That's wild to me. And that's after adding Chris Bryant. This team is not going away. And we have it set in our minds that the Dodgers are just going to go on this unbelievable tear. There's still value at plus 240, plus 250 with the Giants. And like I mentioned, they added. What I find most fascinating about the Dodgers' big moves from yesterday with the, the big addition of, um, of Scherzer is that they are telling you. like They don't want to say it. They're not going to talk about it into microphones. But they just announced to the world Trevor Bauer is not returning this year, and I don't even know if he's going to be back in Major League Baseball next year. Right. But uh, they, they completely replaced him on the roster. Now, if you're looking at futures, there's absolutely no value in it. Uh, they're clearly the best team in baseball, but we know that's not how baseball works. The best roster doesn't always win out. Joe, um, I'm sitting here looking through this laundry list of trades, and you know me, huge baseball guy, so this this is yeah. coming from the heart. What would you say the steal of the draft? I mean, not the draft. Well, we can talk about the draft later. But what would you say the steal of the trade deadline was minus anything related to the Nationals or Cubs, if that exists? Um, so I'm not allowed to say the team in, on the other side of town in Chicago? No, you can. You can. Yeah. Craig Gimbrel. Mm. As crazy as that is to say, because he was so terrible for a year and a half with the Cubs, I mean – the most impactful thing you can do at the deadline is add lockdown. And that's what the Cubs did. I mean, the White Sox did. Yeah. And they already had some strong relief pitching all season long. And now you're adding Kimbrell to Hendricks and Kopech. And they've had one of the best rotations in baseball all season long. And now once we get to the postseason, hey, give me six strong, man. Give me six. And they're going to give you more. I think we'll get a better Giolito, the way Rodon and Lance Lynn, who, by the way, is now the favorite for the AL Cy Young Award. I mean, that is something. And they're right there as a third favorite right behind the Astros, second favorite in the American League. I'm always going to look to release pitching. These rental bats, I mean, sometimes you'll find a guy that can get hot for a few weeks and carry you. But usually when it comes down to the postseason, we're talking about the bullpen. And um, the White Sox offense is going to continue to get better as this team gets healthier. So today was a big day for the White Sox. Nationally, everybody's talking about the Dodgers and the Giants, and I understand why. Yankees as well with the left-handed power they added. But, man, the White Sox had a big couple of days here. Joe, um, I'm glad that you brought up the AL Cy Young. I just tried to look at the updated odds for NL Cy Young, but they're off the board over at BetMGM right now, and that's because of the news about Jake DeGrom suffers a setback, inflammation in his right arm. They're shutting him down most likely until September. You think he's still going to be the favorite? Like, where would you find value if it's not going to be DeGrom if he's out until September? So we went from DeGrom's going to be the Cy Young. The only question is, will he be the MVP? At one point, he was the favorite for the NL MVP and now it's like, I don't, I don't know if he's going to get either award because there's just too much baseball left with, with two months. It's amazing. If he can play a decent amount, he doesn't have to play the rest of the season to Grom for him to get the Cy Young as far as I'm concerned. But that, that thing is wide open, wide open. I think you could take a look at Wheeler, even though many expect him to regress a little bit in the back end of the season. Uh, do you recall what Wheeler's odds were? I mean, I mean they're around 
double digits, I want to say, a week or so ago. Yeah, I was looking at his. Um, man, I can't remember what that number was, though, because I was thinking about it, and then I was thinking about my preseason pick of uh, Corbin Burns, but Corbin Burns is getting shelled right now as we speak. The Braves up 4 to nothing in the top of the second. But it's still a live ticket. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. still live. Um, hmm, where else would you go? Is it crazy? Should we look at any relievers? Man, because like who, th- there isn't another starter that really stands out. I mean, Wheeler's ahead of everyone else when it comes to war, and, that, and that's what they look at most of the time. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really seem like there are any relievers that would be in the mix. We would know. We would know. Um, how about Walker Bueller? If he has a strong finish, let's say the Dodgers go on this tear that everyone's been waiting on, and he's the best pitcher on the best team gives you close to 30 starts. I mean, I I know we're not supposed to talk about record anymore, but right now his record's 11 and one on the year. What if we're talking about him, you know, getting that 16 and two, something like that. And the numbers are terrific. Maybe Bueller can jump up and steal it. Joe, um, what did you think about the NBA draft last night? Really quickly got about a minute left here. Um, And also just how that Russell Westbrook trade to the Los Angeles Lakers affects the entire landscape. And does it affect your favorite? in this upcoming uh, league year. All we care about is Io, baby. Ayo. (laughs) Yeah, right. Coming off the bench. Great. Uh, Quinton, I I thought the Westbrook thing was bigger than anything that happened in the draft last night. Like, that that was it. LeBron, he goes to the management, and he's like, I want Westbrook? That's what happened? Really? So we want ball-dominant Russell Westbrook, fourth team in four years, and he's going to put you over the top. That's your move, and you're going to lose all these role players. Like I, I didn't understand it. I don't get it. There's no way I'm putting any money on the Lakers, and they still have short odds. I saw plus four fifty at some spots, which I think is insane. I want nothing to do with the Lakers. I'll be betting their props a ton this upcoming season yeah. since Westbrook's going to be out there. That's going to be fun, but I want nothing to do with any of the the Lakers' futures. Um, it started at four. That's when it got really fun last night. But from the betting perspective, the one thing that really stood out to me from the draft was uh, some of these numbers, these big prices that people were laying that they caught some big L's on. Like everybody yesterday was laying a big number, like minus 250, minus 300 on James Booknight to go under six and a half. And he ends up falling all the way down to 11. Moses Moody, don't ask Perk to pronounce it, but Moses Moody, he fell into the draft. That one killed me. Oh, was I, the Moody one? Yeah, I was on that one, too. Joe, we got to let you go because when the music right. hits, we just get shut off. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy your weekend. Go Thanks, Cubs, Joe. go. I know how it goes. Take care. Thanks, Enjoy, Joe. Guys. Joe Ostrowski, Beck QL Daily. It's the Joe.